Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Let's go! Hey, kids. Hey, Dad. War crimes will be prosecuted. I chose this profession, so therefore I, I earned beer. You want to go to the nat day? The feeling is definitely there. You don't know my name! It's a new morning in America. This is the old dude, Howard J. Reynolds. Step into my office. There's not going to be too many punks. Don't you stop worrying about the punks? Ah, you! That's my name! Yeah, let's go to the show. Introducing for your listening pleasure. back it's a new year it's a new you it's episode 65 of the high fives podcast 65 of the high fives podcast that's fun to say it sounded fun yeah you, you look like you're having a good time doing it you want to try it <laughs> no i'm good you good i'm good <laughs> okay that's fair uh 65 2021 i'm not trying anything new no <laughs> just coasted <laughs> yeah that's what it's all you about you do the new i'll just coast <laughs> It's fair. Uh, episode 65, it's the songs that are a product of the year that was 2020. Yeah. A product meaning they're written about stuff in 2020, not just not just a product of 2020. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's a good way to be clear about that. Yeah. Not just written in 2020, but, but we're about the year that was the dumpster fire of 2020. Yeah. And, yeah. what a, and what a dumpster fire it was. Yeah, and here we are in 2021, and it's still very much the same. It's almost like time isn't real. <laughs> right? <laughs> what do you mean we have a new year and things haven't changed? <laughs> They've only gotten weirder and worse in a lot yeah. of ways. Yeah. How was your break? It was, it's been good. How about you? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I got the actual break. I, I didn't have to do uh, a double episode in December, so... Well, I don't have to do it. I just no, you I, do. I choose to do it, and I do it poorly, but I choose to do it. The fans crave it, Mike. You can't you can't put down the fans. It's like it's like in Christmas Vacation when Clark is expecting to get that bonus check. You can't start all of a sudden handing out Jam of the Month Club. Mike. <laughs> you gotta give the kids the bonus check. Nate, let's be honest. That episode is basically the jam of the month club. <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving. It really is. Yeah. It re- all year long. <laughs> what did you what did you get up to? I may have saw that you learned some magic, that you're now an illusionator. Oh yeah. Yeah. I learned one trick. Yeah. Um, I'm a bit of a one trick pony when it comes to magic, but man, is it uh is it ever a good trick? Are you are you prepping to do birthday parties once once the pandemic is over? You know, I did I did my brother's birthday party when I was about ten and he was about five, and that was kind of a first and last of the birthday party syndicate that I was. Oh, are you that I was on. like more adult magic? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm looking at more adult magic. Yeah, you know, right. that's where the money is. <laughs> it's not really at the kids' parties. It's more of a Chris Angel kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. Mean, you could get a wig. <laughs> I could do lots of things. I could get tigers. Yeah. You know? 
I heard they're all the rage. That's a very 2020 thing, getting a tiger. I was just thinking about that. Like, doesn't that feel like Tiger King came out like 10 years ago? Yeah. It was only like, it wasn't even this time last year. It was like months later from now. (laughs) Everything is a blur. Like even when I was doing my list for that 2020 thing, I would go back and I'd be like, that came out in 2020? That felt like it was like years ago or like, or other stuff would feel like it just came out a couple of weeks before. And you're like, that came out in like January. What? Yeah. Time just seemed really weird last year and this year, I guess, you know, very much so. What else? Well, And like, Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. You've got more magic tricks to talk about. You go ahead. (laughs) This is the magic hour with Nate. This is not the magic hour, Mike. It's a totally different thing. That's the one I get paid for. Okay. This is the one I don't get paid for. All right. All right. Um, But I was thinking, you know, like, so when bands are writing songs, like in a year, like 2020, like there wasn't a ton. I don't think, I think most bands like their, what they were writing was already written and they were already either recording or, or, you know, whatever, or it was already recorded and it was being, you know, mastered or, or whatever. Like, I don't think a lot of bands last year were necessarily writing about the year that was. It's because everyone was doing an Instagram live show. Everyone. That's true. Every (laughs) goddamn band. (laughs) So I wonder if like this year we'll hear more albums that have content from last year. Cause I mean, last year was tough times and is there a better time to write music than during tough times? I'm assuming we're going to get some really cool, interesting music coming out. I'm, the only thing that would be weird is I guess a lot of people maybe couldn't connect with their band. So, but I think yeah. like all things, you probably fig- figured out stuff like Zoom and I mean, we figured out how to do this. So a band should be able to figure out how to put together a song. I mean, bands have been doing it before. Like um, Taylor Swift put her out her album and she collaborated via like the internet and stuff with her producers and the other writers and stuff. So like, I'm sure it's happening. For sure. So, yeah, for sure. Actually, like some of the stuff that we picked, I'm sure it was written that way in some, in some regards. Yeah. Well, I mean, there were some bands that just like outright wrote stuff last year, got it together and put it out. Yeah. Um, but I think that there were lots of bands too that were like, you know, if we can't tour the album, I don't want to put it out. And then there were probably other bands who, you know, like I say, had stuff written and or recorded already or had an album written and didn't want to add to it, you know, so it was just... It was not stuff necessarily written about last year. For sure. But before we get to that, should we uh, should we see what you've been listening to, Nate? Because it's been a while yeah. since we talked. I want to hear what you were listening to. I think that's uh, that's a good idea, Mike. It's a real good idea. That was a good segue. Maybe 2021 <laughs> will be the year I do the segues. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. Hey. I don't know that you could spell segue. Ouch. <laughs> I, I did fail at making an ice rink, which is like... My biggest failure in life in a long time. I feel like we should talk a little bit about that. What is so hard about the ice rink, Mike? I mean, you've become part of the brethren that is the Canadian Dad Association that is making the ice rinks this year because they're kind of everywhere. You know, like last year and the years before, you'd see like one or two pop up on a social feed and you'd be like, oh, that guy. But like this year, it's like (laughs) lots of people doing it. Like, did you just hit it at the wrong time? Is that what it was? I had, I think I had a perfect storm of suck in that it was not cold enough. Okay. Uh, we got that crazy snowstorm. Right. Uh, not knowing enough about slopes <laughs> in my yard. Slopes. <laughs> slopes in my yard. And like, 
I don't know. And I've wasted so much water. And all I think about is that like ice forms everywhere. And for some reason it won't form in this fucking spot. (laughs) (laughs) It's killing me, man. I spend like an hour and a half after work every day, like an hour and a half, like pouring water in spots, fixing, fixing divots with like slush. I don't know, man. Is your expectation just too high? Like is, is your level of perfection too high? It could be being that like, I was never like a play on the backyard rink. I always played like when I was a kid, my mom refused to sharpen my skates. If you played on the back in the backyard, because if you, if you play on like ice like that, when you go to play on like good ice, your skates are really dull. And I think my parents just didn't have that much money. So they were like, no, you're not sharpening your skates to go. (laughs) You're not sharpening your skates twice a week because you want to go play outside. (laughs) You're not Gretzky. You go to the... <laughs> so I was spoiled and grew up like basically playing inside always. I have an expectation that that rink, that ice needs to be smooth and nice. But no, my ice is... St- even even if I had low expectations, my ice is shit right now. And it's killing wow. me, Nate. It's killing me. <laughs> well, I hope you can come back from it, Mike. You've only got a, a small window of time. And I mean, it's not been cold here either, which I'm sure no, doesn't help my, your cause. You know, it's weird. My grass is green where the snow's melted. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen green grass in January. In Cal- it's like in rain Cal- the other day too. I yeah. hadn't seen rain in January ever. Have you seen rain on a wedding day? I've never. No, not no. once. I've heard that's ironic. <laughs> it's very <laughs> ironic. Very, Mike. Uh, what have I been listening to? I'm going to keep this... Somewhat short. I, I, I cut it to just three things because we got a lot more to talk about on the podcast and I'm sure that you have more than three things. And I just kind of left it at things I've been listening to since Jan 1. That sounds fair. New stuff. Yeah. Well, not necessarily just new stuff, maybe new to me stuff. But uh, number one is uh, Bad Operation. Oh, uh, they so put good. Out a, yeah, you like that, hey? So good. They put out a self-titled record, uh, came out like mid-December and I had been actually like waiting for this since like October. Yeah. We saw and that then it just kind of, yeah, it just kind of like passed me by. I think it and came out I, like, like I almost want to say like the week of Christmas, which is like a really weird time for music to come out. I want to say December 16th, but if I've learned oh. anything from 2020, it's don't say anything with any type of conviction it, that isn't a hundred percent true. Even so. if it's December 16th, like... That's a weird. It's too t- close. It's a weird time to release music. It is. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. So, like, a little bit about the band. Uh, Brian from Pears is in it. Yep. W- which is odd, but I mean, I guess Zach from from Pears being in Band Aid Brigade is weird too. It's very, it's very, uh, it's a very different sound to go from like kind of a fast hardcore band to ska. I love that they call it <laughs> New Tone. That's such a great, it's such a great term. Like, I don't know. I think it's actually Jer from Scott Network that came up with that. That came up with, that like, coined new, the phrase new tone? Yeah, but I love it. It's such a good way to describe all this. Instead of saying, oh, it's the fourth wave. Yeah, because I, th- I think I was trying to figure out, like, what it sounded like. To me, it, it has, like, that two-tone vibe, but it's not slow enough to be two-tone. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's quicker, but it's not, like, quick like that 90s ska. It's, it's kind of that mid-tempo, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, like pretty, I felt like it had kind of a toasters vibe. You hear yeah, that? Yeah. I see toasters. I see specials in there. I see, I think it's more like you've got more jazz and like, and soul elements to it that maybe that like the Scott punk bands from the nineties didn't have. Yeah. More like, more like heavy organ than rather like horns and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's great. I love it. I like it too. Kind of nods to Op Ivy and like a bit of that Hellcat vibe too from like that early 2000s. Um, so yeah, pretty into this. Pretty into the new tone, Mike. Yeah. Bad Time Records is just killing it with all that stuff. Dirty Nail is uh, second on my list. Uh, the album's called Fuck Art. Uh, came out Jan 1. Another odd <laughs> odd day to put out music. I think it's the, fr- the way the Friday felt. But yeah, you think like in this day and age, <laughs> they'd be like, well, let's wait the week. What, 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 no one's touring. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's kind of cool to have a, a an album drop Jan 1. All right. I think, didn't Jeff Rosenstock do that last year or was yeah. it the year before? I don't know if it was last year. He puts out so much and who knows. But yeah, he did drop one like Jan one. It was like, uh, no one knew it was coming out too. Right. Yeah. Something yeah. It's just like, like a surprise. Um, I was waiting on this one and, uh, it was not what I expected. Um, like not as heavy or aggressive as previous releases. Um, not as chaotic either. Um, like much more structured kind of a songwriting, a little bit glossier. So, um, yeah, I'm still, I'm still listening to this one. Uh, I really like the, uh, the artwork for it and uh, i like the the album name too um and the last one is uh slaughter beach dog uh album called at the moon base have you had a chance with this one yet yeah, i finally got to it it's awesome love it i really like it too uh slaughter beach dog is half of the writing team of modern baseball um i mean i think this is jake ewald's best of this project i think this is second or third maybe fourth Maybe he's cranked out a lot, like yeah. in not a long time. Um, this one feels very like, like it's very heavily storytelling, which is kind of like that nod to like a John K. Samson or a Craig Finn. Yeah. I was going to say, I got really Craig Finn vibes on this one, which I thought yeah. was interesting, but like still that modern baseball flavor in there as well. Like it's kind of this really nice meshing of all those three coming together. For sure. Michael. All right. First one was the Dahmers. And they put out an EP called Witching Hour. Also came out, I believe this one actually came out Christmas Day, which is even crazier. Christmas Day. I, I, don't quote me on it, but I feel like it was like actually like the Friday, like the 25th. Wow. But That's wild. It's awesome. Like I, I'm a big fan of the Dahmers. I don't know if you like them very much, but I'm a huge fan. And the song Blood Red Moon is the, probably the best song they've written. It's so catchy. Um, huh. Yeah. And they also have such wicked merch, but it's from Sweden, so it's really expensive to get here. So oh. it's kind of a bummer. Next band is a band called The Goalies Anxiety at the Penalty Kick. Oh, uh, yes. Have you heard them? Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. It's a very long name. It is. It's very like chilled out music, if I'm yeah, remembering Yeah, I found that really similar to The World is a Beautiful Place, which I guess okay. makes sense because they're both from Philly. They, they both have extremely long names that are hard to remember. Multiple singers and like multiple instruments and stuff. So it's, it probably would have made my list if I had a little bit more time to sit with it before the holidays and before I recorded. Or like another 10, 15 songs that you could have put on there. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah. There's always that. But I, I really like it. It's, I just, I finally got to sit down with it a little bit more when I was like catching up at work and stuff. And it's awesome. Uh, a band I found from some year-end list was called Nana Grizzle. Have you ever heard them before? No. Uh, I heard the name before and I always kind of figured they were like, I knew they were folk punk and I always kind of figured they'd be like crusty folk punk more along the lines of... Um, days and Days. Yeah, that's a band. I was going to ask you, the fat band. And that's sometimes not my jam. Uh, but this is a little bit closer to like folky polished 
punk stuff. It's got members of Neutral Milk Hotel, Defiance Ohio, and Witches. So it's pretty cool. So, the album's called South Somewhere Else. And the last one was Owen and the album's Aval- The Avalanche. Do you like Owen? Uh, I don't think I know Owen. Oh. I always think of... Every time I hear the name Owen, I think of uh, that movie, Throw Mama from the Train. Do you remember that movie? I remember the movie, but I don't know the reference. <laughs> it was like that woman from Goonies. Yeah, yeah. And she was the 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 mom in it. And every, the one she that just kept calling his name. Yeah. <laughs> Owen, yes. Owen, you don't have any friends. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Does it sound like her, do you think? It doesn't start the podcast very well. <laughs> For the year. Anyway, uh, Owen's uh, Mike Kinsella from American Football. His oh, okay. solo project. So every once in a while, he puts out an Owen album. Um, I always kind of forget about him. But then like when I hear it, I'm totally into it again. Super slow stuff. Uh, it's kind of John K. Sampson-y. If, cool. Yeah. If you like American Football, you'd probably like it. But, I do. I know. I do like American Football. Both the sport or and the band or just the band? No, I'm not a sports guy. Sports, 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 sports. Yeah. You're happy sports is back on, right? I'm happy hockey's back. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy hockey, basketball, and soccer are on. Yeah, it's a good distraction. Hockey's been a. It's as pathetic as it sounds. Hockey the last few days is a huge distraction for me. So it's nice. Welcome back, hockey. Yeah, go team, go local sports <laughs> team. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> Shall we get on with the list? Yeah, unless you want to talk, do a magic trick. You know what, Mike? I'm going to save all the magic for the end. All right. Um, because if there's anything I've learned in magic, it's to keep the audience just like in waiting. Yeah. You know, like everything's just like a big story leading up to the trick, oh, you know, at the end. Before we get to our topic, just because it's yeah. the first episode back, I was just curious if you watched any new TV or anything over the over the break. Because you're a TV I've, guy like me. You or read anything? Any suggestions? I've watched a ton of TV. I couldn't tell you what I've watched. Um, Isn't that a weird thing about this year? Like, I feel like I've consumed so much and I'm just like, what did I consume? I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. It's, and like, I've started to go go back and go, you know, like not sure if I've watched things and I start (laughs) watching them and I'm like, sometimes it's like 15, 20 minutes before I realize, oh no, I've seen this. Oh God. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So I've watched a lot. I I couldn't tell you what it's, what it's been. Uh, Actually, I'm watching uh, your honor right now. I don't know if you've seen that on Showtime. I haven't, but I've heard good things. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I just finished do what you want. uh, The bad religion book. Nice. Um, And I'm started. So I'm watching the wire again, all the way through. This is like my fourth or fifth time. We're just about to start season five. And I just started like an oral history book on the wire. So, Oh, that's, that's that's like a companion to the, to watching it. Hey, it's a companion. Yeah. Yeah, It's, it's a friend. Nice. And you, uh, I can't say if right now I'm watching, I started disenchanted to get this disenchantment, whatever the Simpsons cartoon. Yeah. But it's a guy from the Simpsons and Futurama. I like it. I like the first two seasons. The guy, like Matt Groening, the guy? <laughs> well, and like Josh Weinstein and Bill Oakley. And <laughs> the guy. Matt Berry, isn't it? You know, the guy that did all those movies. Oh, Martin Scorsese. Yeah, the guy, you know, the but guy. I, I can't think, like, I feel like I should have been watching a lot of TV and I don't know if I watched anything. Cobra Kai? I watched that. Uh, I tapped out on that show. Season two is more than enough. I didn't need another. Got a bunch of comics for Christmas and books. I started going through those. I read a bunch of comics. That was about it. Nice. I was just more curious what you had done. Because you're usually on top of that kind of thing. I'm on top of it, Mike, but I can't really talk about it. Okay. I don't really, 
Uh, my memory is shot. Oh, one other thing. I wanted to say thanks for making that awesome t-shirt f- design for me. I you could you designed a scorch t-shirt for me. We should have brought that up with a sport with the sports thing, but I'm super stoked. I can't wait to make the shirt. So it's my pleasure. It's my absolute pleasure. It was my Christmas gift to you. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. So thank you. It's to show my feelings for you, Mike. I hope you felt all the feels. I did. The warm, scorchy feels. Now on to the show. I'm assuming we're going to pick the Van Morrison, Eric Clapton, anti-lockdown song. (laughs) Which is, I mean, one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, man. He really captured exactly how I feel about everything. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Really captured the rich privilege. (laughs) (laughs) You got it now, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, My first choice is is a continuation of Christmas because has anyone had enough Christmas by this point? Probably I've had enough Christmas, but I'm going to I'm going to keep it going anyways. Uh, My first pick is a song called It's Christmas and I fucking miss you. Uh, It was a single that came out right around Christmas time. Uh, It's Charlie (laughs) Bliss. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not kidding. It's wild, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Charlie Bliss featuring Pop. Um, And so Charlie Bliss, I the only even name recognition I had was they toured with pop last time they came through Calgary. Mm-hmm. Um, they were on that, that tour with them, uh, I think across Canada. So, um, but this song was like on heavy rotation through the holidays. Um, it's got that overly sweet, like almost too sweet kind of Christmas vibe, Christmas Carol vibe to it. Um, but the lyrics really reflect how weird and shitty Christmas was this year. I'm sure for everybody, uh, it was, it was a different kind of year. Uh, one for the books for sure. Um, and pups kind of often depressing lyrics really helped to offset that, like overly cheery kind of like the, the, the music that's, that's kind of overly cheery in this, in this song. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was a great compliment to, to that. It, it really, I felt like it really was like a time capsule of the Christmas that was 2020. And I'm not trying to put you on the spot because I've listened yeah. to Charlie Bliss, but are they Canadian too? No, I think th- I, I actually might know this, Mike. Okay. I think they're from New York. Okay. I'm pretty sure they're from New York. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So my first one is off the Debt Neglector EP, Sore Loser, which came out in December, but digitally it came out in uh in january i think that was a little bit of a discussion in the whatsapp chat one day how how does that work it came out digitally in january but it came out before that i don't know i I follow on instagram and they said it came out like on Bandcamp. it was out earlier but then i think on like apple and spotify and things like that it came out after like that's odd like if you go look in apple it says 2021 release but huh um, anyway, the song I went with is Sore Loser. I know I've talked about Depp Neglector on here a bunch of times, so I like them a lot. Uh, it's a pretty good EP, but the song Sore Loser is about uh, them watching the Confederate statues coming down during the summer protests. Wow. And uh, it's something I feel strongly about, so um, especially in Canada, like when we have people trying to fight to keep some of the stupid statues and names on the streets here, like I just don't really get the pull to keep it. I, I understand you can't erase history, but at the same time, you're just like, why? why don't, I've just never even understand the reluctant to change or to correct things and be like, you could still know what happened, but maybe our bridge doesn't have to be named after this racist asshole. Or the, yeah, maybe we don't have to celebrate it any longer. Yeah, or maybe we don't need a school named after someone that was like abusing kids. Or, yeah, yeah. Or a symbol of like oppression. Just, just tossing it out there. 
but yeah. it doesn't, yeah, you could have graduated from there. And I'm sorry if it really offends you, you, you can no longer say like, I went to Christopher Columbus High or something like that. But it's just, anyway, I thought that song was a cool idea because it, it was pretty interesting to see that visualization of, of a change. Yeah, 2020 was a big year for change. Yeah. There was no lack of protests <laughs> in 2020, that's for sure. On all sides. <laughs> yeah, but that's good. I think that's good. Yeah, I guess, yeah, protests are good. I, I, yeah. It means people care, right? It means people are willing to speak out and, and speak, you know, what their their minds, their opinions, which I guess isn't always the best, but I don't know. I think a, an engaged population is better than a lethargic one. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think on, it just is crazy on top of other stuff. I think it, it just, well, this whole year was just crazy in itself, just the on top of things. I don't think we've seen anything like this before where it's just like a layers of crazy. Layers. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. It's Christmas and I fucking miss you. Charlie Bliss featuring Pop and Debt Neglector and Sore Loser.
Christmas song anybody's gonna get until next Christmas I guess yeah a uh, little side note Pup put out that uh, that EP this year to this place or last year last year now uh, this place sucks ass um, which I guess really any song from that could have made could have made this list as well probably 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 unless you're uh, talking about Toronto <laughs> pre-COVID just in general? Yeah. There's a song called Edmonton on there. I did see that. <laughs> which I love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's funny you picked a protest song for your first choice because I picked a protest song for my second choice. Excellent. Um, protest keeping, away. Keeping keeping the theme of protests alive. Uh, the song I chose was uh, White Lies by a band called War on Women uh, from the album Wonderful Hell that came out... I think last October. Um, I mean, super politically charged band. Um, I really like this band. Um, you know, the lyrics in this song uh, very much playing on the whole kind of wash, rinse, repeat perspective around, you know, the public support um, for massive social events. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where I think people get really, really amped up and really excited and really passionate about things um, when they're kind of on the mouths and minds of, of everybody. Um, but it, it doesn't kind of take long for all that passion to kind of dissolve away. Right. Yeah, and then we're I, just kind of stuck back in where we were before that, that event happened. And that's so easy to happen too. Totally. Yeah, totally. I mean, change needs to happen in that, in those first moments, right? Because if it doesn't, it's not going to, that kind of fire isn't going to uh, withstand that, that amount of time, I guess. Right. Yeah. I think for a, like a large chunk of people, it won't, but mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I think the goal is to maybe change a few people's opinions or get that out there to, so that people, someone sticks with it, but yeah, it's very easy to get caught up in the anger or the excitement of it all. And then like, it's very also easy to, to slip back into your normal life and to be like, Oh, well, I did go to that protest. I stuck my hand up and I said, I hate this. And then I went home. Yeah, yeah enough, exactly. Right? Exactly. So, I mean, and we're all guilty the, of it. Like I'm not, I'm not totally. saying like I'm some sort of hero. I'm always thinking about it. I mean, we're all guilty of it. It's very easy to do. It's cultural, man. Like we don't have an attention span that, you know, lasts very long, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's just, it's not something we, we don't hold on to things for very long. We're kind of, you know, it's like news cycles, right? Like something's in the news cycle now for like what could be days, you know, what would have been months before. Um, so yeah, I think like, 
yeah, it's just inherently part of our now society, um, which is sad. Mm-hmm. Um, this song also points to the murder of George Floyd um, and the Black Lives Matter movement that, you know, not, I mean, it wasn't, it didn't start after the George Floyd uh, murder, but was definitely uh, reinvigorated on a much larger platform than I think ever before, um, which was actually really inspiring, you know, to see these protests taking place all over the United States, especially, and also Canada. Um but like, and also seeing, you know, like these massive city block roads that were, you know, taken over by, by the writing, by, by the text of Black Lives Matter, just, you know, across cities. Mm-hmm. So white lies were on women. Well, Nathan, I'm going to stick with that theme too. I'm going to go, Excellent. With a, go off a comp, um, the Skull Against Racism compilation that came out. Such a good comp. I think my favorite comp of the year, maybe. Yeah, I would say it was the best comp of the year. Yeah. Um, the band is Mustard Plug, and the song was Unite and Fight, which is also about that sort of same idea. So you kind of covered it all. Um, I really like that Tanya from the Lippies is doing the vocals with them on this band, because Mustard Plug's not a band I like pay enough, I like have paid that much attention to. Even back in the day, like I wasn't, they had songs on comps that I heard, but I never was like a giant Mustard Plug fan. But I really like the song. Um uh, like the lyrics, I agree with it. It's sort of just same sort of idea, like that we have to stand up and and stick up for people's rights and whatnot and for our own rights. So that's it. That's it. That's all I got to say about that. All right. White Lies, War on Women, and... Mustard Plug featuring Tanya from the Lippies, Unite and Fight off the Skull Against Racism comp.
hundred years of pain and tears that set us on our path. Just a standing quality will be within our grasp. They corral us in the back chains, they put us in a cage. They march us to the slaughter, but connections in our rage. The message that is loud and clear and heard from ghost to coast. The power of our unity is what they fear the most. Unite and fight, unite and fight. Got to get together, got to do what is right. Unite and fight, unite and fight. If we stand together, we know victory's in sight. And the protests of 2021 have been pretty weird so far. Yeah, I can't say I enjoy the music coming out of those ones as much. <laughs> no. <laughs> can't say I'm into those in those attitudes as much. <laughs> no. No, or at all. Yeah. yeah. We're up to number three now, Mike. Look at three. that. We're halfway. Yeah, well, there was a lot of banter before. <laughs> we got nothing else left to say to each other. I did finally, I should mention, I did finally uh, finish listening to the top 40 uh, with Mike Kondik. Um, oh. That's what the show's called, isn't it? Top 40 with Mike Kondik. I like a, Michael James. I like to call it the super sexy, <laughs> hits, super sexy hits of 2020. What was sexy about them, Mike? That's Everything was sexy. Everything. <laughs> um, and and I, do, I do enjoy it every year. Well, thank um, you. I really always laugh because I feel like no one listens to it so I really don't know and I don't like it kind of comes out at a weird time so we don't really have a lot of conversation with people so I'm always like did anyone listen to that did I waste two weeks of my life putting this together and, and at the end of the day if it was just one person Mike if you connected with just one you know what and it's you, all worth it if you just listened that's all I really care about well I did I listened to it it's a lie I care if you all listen but 
Nate, Nate, it does help if you listen. It did helps. you find did you find anything off there? Um, you know you, what? We, it, we talk so much this year about Exactly. Yeah. I think that that was like if if I'd found anything on there, I'd be like, Mike, where you been, man? Like yeah. how did I not know about this one? Um and they're actually no, there wasn't. Um, but it was good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it sucked. There is nothing you could have played that was. No, good it was there. good. It was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, and and I also like just I, I like seeing what makes your top forty. <laughs> I did, you know. <laughs> it was forty, right? I think. Yeah, I also like put that. it on an EP list and a local band list. So this year I got a little. Wow. Bit, yeah. I didn't see those. They're on Instagram. It must have been in the don't talk to Nate chat. Yeah. Yeah. It's my favorite chat. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. Uh, I've heard. I mean, I've never been in it, but. We talk about magic tricks that you can't do. Magic tricks that I can't do. Mike, there's no such thing. Yeah. You got to stop talking about the magic. Like we, we're going to wind this thing up and people, they aren't going to be able to handle it in the end. Oh, all right. That's true. All right. All right. I'd like to hear what you have picked out for the next track. Well, I'm going to tell you, but first I'm going to tell you this, the magic actually comes from, um, I, I, I got a subscription to that masterclass. Have you seen that stuff? The, yeah. The, like uh, on the socials and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh so I, I did a little masterclassing with Penn and Teller, like some legit teachers. Yeah. Some yeah. legit they're, they're profs. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's pretty interesting though. Like the, the whole masterclass thing. You know, like learning skateboarding from Tony Hawk and learning how to direct from Martin Scorsese. And like, it's pretty, I mean, those are some big names, Mike. You know, did, maybe, you feel, did you feel like you learned something? I did. Than, I mean, I learned a magic trick. Well, I saw the trick. You had some major critics. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about major critics. Uh, young so critics. There was a young person in there, in that audience that really <laughs> took <person>. to... <laughs> Yeah, that was a moment for sure. <laughs> but I think you said you were a little bit. Oh, I was little blown away. You were like, "Whoa!" I was blown away go? until the critic came out and was like, <laughs> "Look, that trick's a joke." He shouldn't have been allowed in the audience. <laughs> Tore you apart. You got heckled at your own house. <laughs> I know it's 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 a tough room. This yeah. house, it's a real tough room. <laughs> but it's cool. The masterclass thing is pretty cool. Like you know, if you're looking for something new to do. Cause you know, as, as fun as kind of, like I said, like with TV, I don't even know what I'm watching anymore. I'm just watching, you know, I'm becoming, I feel like I'm becoming dumber all the time. So if you can learn something, you know, oh. while you're watching, isn't that, isn't that great? That's isn't awesome. That good. To be honest, that's one of the worst things about this year is I feel like I've, my whole, and we've talked about it a few times before, like my whole life I've been like, I just want like a year where I can just like, don't have to worry about any social pressures. And I could just yeah. like catch up on TV. I can catch up on reading. I can catch up on music. And I feel like I didn't do any of that. And anything I did just made me dumber. Like, I feel like when I type, my typing has gotten worse. My, like every, my grammar is pathetic. Everything's just, I just feel like I'm like severely, uh, like just not there anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And this is totally out of left field. I wanted to bring up something in the intro that you did that I thought was very cool. I liked your post the other day about trying to sit and listen to a record. For oh real. yeah. So, Thanks man. I thought that was really cool. And I think that's a good idea, especially in these times. I don't know if I could do it, but I, it's really cool. It's a great idea to actually sit and enjoy an album by reading the lyrics and, and just like taking it all in, in a different way than in 
and especially in this year, I feel like we consume so much because yeah. like musically, even like, I was just like, I listened to way more music. I don't know why totally. I listened to more music or how I listened to it or where it, like, I, it, it, and it didn't register. So maybe like you need to maybe like set up these tasks or maybe it's a good suggestion for other people looking for something along. The I'm mask. glad you like that. Cause I think for me, like I don't have the same connections to records that I used to have. And part of that is the fact that there's so much and you're consuming so much, but part of that's like, you just don't give time to an album either. Like so much of like this last year, music has been part of my background, but not like really part of my life. And so I felt like this year I really like, I'm not a resolution kind of guy, but I do like to kind of set goals for the year. Cause though, like, I don't think we're really like starting over. I think that there's like a new point of like you know things to kind of work towards for for it's a marker let's say right so that was kind of my you know not a resolution but kind of a resolution to just like spend some time with an album at least once a week and just lay there and listen to it not do anything else not you know cook not clean not have a conversation with somebody but just truly sit and listen so maybe you just hit the nail on the head right there maybe this whole year and why it feels weird is you just consume and it's just background noise so you can't relate it to something so you don't have that album that you like drove to some rad place or you were like having a shitty day at work and you heard that album or you went on a date or you or you saw it in a movie or something and it just clicked with you and you like took it in you just took it in you didn't there's no there was no there's no connection there's no connection to it at all this year for anything for any art or media so it was there and it was great that's why i said the, the in, in that thing, there was so, in my year-end thing, there's so many good albums, but it was really like hard to narrow, maybe it was hard to narrow it down because you have no personal relationship to the album. Yeah. Which is sad. Like you yeah. never saw a band play that album. You never like, you never created that emotional tie to that album other than maybe for me that Spanish love songs or Phoebe Bridges. And maybe that's why they stood in my top two because they, yeah. they were like so impactful in a depressing time. Totally. Totally. Yeah. So you, anyway, sorry, I totally took us off track with that, but, but I meant to bring it up in the beginning and I, it's just something I thought was really cool. So kudos to you, Nate. Well, thanks, man. I mean, this is a better time to bring it up because the beginning was extra long. Yeah. Okay. This is the part of the show where we revisit some more banter. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd like to don't, hear what your next song is. Don't give away our formula, Mike. <laughs> it's the secret sauce that makes this whole thing work. Oh, yeah. The secret sauce. It's just ketchup. (laughs) (laughs) And mayo. Uh, My next song is a... uh, Is from a band, uh, from an album, really, that wasn't on my radar. Um, But this song is a complete reflection of what this last year was. um, in In the fact that there was a lot of loneliness... Um, the band is Red City Radio. Uh, the song is 100,000 Candles off the album Paradise. I know you're you're a big fan of these guys, right? Like, I really like kinda, Red City Radio. Yeah. And uh, it's not that I'm not a fan, but I've I've kind of distanced myself as, as the years have gone on. And this album, um, I just, I really connected to. I really, I really like this album. Um, but, this uh, song, sorry, go ahead. Well, I'll let you finish and then I'll just bring up that they might be local heroes now because I feel right. Through You've some been stalking through now. internet stalking. <laughs> I feel like the singer lives in Calgary now, which is really fucking bizarre because he's from Oklahoma. Is that where he's from, Oklahoma? Yeah, they're like that's their whole thing. Is they're from Oklahoma? 
Okay. But like Calgary's a weird place to come from Oklahoma. So I want to get, yeah. I want some background to this. Why the guy from Red City Radio lives in Calgary now. <laughs> if you know this man, please contact us. Yeah. We want to know why. <laughs> I yeah, want to know Cal- why. Calgary's a weird place to just end up. That's yeah. for sure. Um, especially if you're from like, not from Canada. Yeah. Like a lot of Canadians end up in Calgary. <laughs> sure. Sure. Um, so back to the song. Um, you know, I mean, there's, there's a lyric in there, um, that talks about like waiting for the world to die. And, you know, I mean, this song kind of just asks that question of, can it really get any worse? Um, and like in, in his voice, in the songwriting, there's like a, there's a desperation in this song that I, I actually really appreciate because there's some authenticity to that. Um, I mean, this song references the old adage, um, you know, you can't start a dumpster fire without a spark or <laughs> I can't for lyric. that matter. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is, this is to me kind of like 2020's anthem. Very cool. I like this album a lot. It's worth checking out. Um, I know some people may have tailed off of their last one, but this one's picked it back up for me. Yeah. Anyway. Um, my pick is a band, and this is kind of a different thing because this band formed out of the necessity of quarantine. So it's the Moore Family Band, and the album is Missy. That's what the album's called, Missy, because it's named after their pet. And the Moore Family Band are a bunch of siblings. Uh, two of them play in Get Married. Uh, but they all moved back in together f- when the pandemic started and decided to form a band and write music to get through it. So it's a rad album. It features guest spots from Jeff Rosenstock and a bunch of others. Um, and in one interview, I read that they said that coming together during a rough time in the world really helped us all connect and become closer with each other. So um, That's cool. I, I, I You'd flagged this album for me and I listened to it and I liked it, but I had no idea like the backstory of how this album came together. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, it's getting a lot of hype, I think, like, I think because of that. And and it's a really good album. It's got like a, a lot of Weezer elements to it. I found like mm. the track I picked has, a, when it feels like it almost could have been on Pinkerton. Hmm. So uh, the track is falling and I believe it's about um, kind of not feeling at home and mm. finding being at home. That's, that's the gist I got out of it. So. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, this band wouldn't exist without last year, right? Yeah. So, Potentially. I mean, I mean, Get Married is still going strong, I think, so. Cool. Yeah. It's out on Asian Man, I think. Always a good sign if Asian Man Records is putting it out, in my opinion. IMO. All right. <laughs> IMO. <laughs> Took me a second. <laughs> it always takes me a second. Every time I see IMO, I'm like, what the hell does that mean? We're just not hip, Nate. So I shout it out so that I can remind myself. I am O. I am O. I am O. I am O. All right. 100,000 candles, Red City Radio, and falling the Moore Family Band.
speaking of Edmonton, <laughs> uh, here's a band from Edmonton. Oh. This is a band called uh, The Real Sickies. And they wrote an album last year called Quarantined. Guess what it's about? It's about the quarantine, Mike. It's about the pandemic that happened. It started uh, in 20... Well, I guess it started in I thought this album was about Jesus. Yeah, it's not. Oh. <laughs> it was a real letdown when I found out it wasn't about Jesus. Man. <laughs> but it's... Uh, this, this album was uh, written in quarantine. Uh, and then it was actually recorded in quarantine um, from the comforts of each member's home. Dude, they got it out so fast. Like, I feel like this came out in March, right? Or like the beginning of April. Well, it came out in April. And like, yeah, we were all like sent home from our lives. The end of uh, March. In, yeah, end of March. Like, it yeah. was fast. Like, that was like, I was impressed that they wrote a full album. And it's not like a shitty album either. Like, no, it's, it's a good, good. album. <laughs> I think it rivals like their other stuff. Like, and it's not recorded like shit. It's, it's, it's recorded well. It's mixed well. And like, it's, it's a full realized album. For sure. It's awesome. Like, I really yeah. like this album. And I think, like, again, it's it's a great time capsule for this year, right? Like, I mean, um, I, it's one of the one of the few, if not the only, that I know that did, like, a concept album, like, last year, let alone a month or weeks <laughs> after yeah. every, everyone was sent home. <laughs> um, so the song I chose was uh, Baby, I'm an Isolator. Um, it's, it's, you know, for an album that that is about such a shitty time. It's actually like a really fun album. Yeah. It's fun. Um, I was going to say like, even like they somehow they got like clapping and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Like it feels like a fun pop punk album. It's made it sound like the yeah. quarantine's a fun time. Yeah, it's not, but it, it does sound that way. Maybe in Edmonton, it's really fun. Maybe. Cause maybe Edmonton's not that fun, you know, outside every, of the every, pandemic. Every day is a quarantine. <laughs> I don't know. You don't have don't to live in Edmonton. You don't have to look at Edmonton if you had to stay inside. <laughs> uh so yeah i mean to to just add to what you were saying this this song is definitely one of those sing-along songs um it's one of many hits uh some of the other hits on this album include uh washed my hands uh bored stiffy uh, trapped inside and uh fake spring break (laughs) fake i like i was gonna i was gonna (laughs) pick fake spring break for this because i thought that i just love how they Took the quotes from those losers that went to that spring break. Remember that? Like, that was not even a year ago, man. Oh, I bet you those guys are planning spring break right now. Oh, spring for break, sure. yeah. Pandemic's not going <laughs> to ruin my spring break. Nah, I'm going to get drunk. Forget it. I'm going to get drunk and get herpes. <laughs> I'm just going to put that on a loop as a way <laughs> of ending this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you you did it to yourself, Mike. You did it to yourself. That's the motto of spring break. I've never been on spring break. Did you ever go on a spring break thing? I've never uh, been I to. Did, yeah. Yeah. I went to Mexico during the American spring break one oh. year. Yeah. Was it? It was as, pretty wild. I believe it. It was pretty wild. I was pretty sick by like day three because I. Uh, maybe herpes? it was day two. No, it was not the herpes. Um, but I woke up, uh, you know, we had been drinking. We'd had a few cocktails that night. This is many years ago, of course. And I woke up in the middle of the night with like the worst case of dry mouth. And I just went right to the sink and just like drank four liters of 
raw sewage water. Oh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's yeah, it was uh, pretty sick. <laughs> days after that, then it was spring break. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was my my fake spring break. Awesome. Fully realized. What what did you choose, Mike, for for your fourth spot? <laughs> well, I went a little Enough bit more. about me. <laughs> Nothing about diarrhea. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> this is a real going to be a real switch here because I went with uh, a song that might be a little bit of cheating because it's because oh. it's a reimagined version of an older song. Uh, the band's Bad Religion songs okay. Faith Alone. 2020 all right um I, it's a stripped down version of the old song but somehow it sounds like the lyrics could have been written about last year um basically how like everything's gone to hell and people try to use religion and faith to justify it but really sh- we should be looking to things like science and stuff like that before that i don't think it's like a a knock on being religious and that, that, that sometimes if you talk to people that are religious and i I have a lot of family members that are pretty religious and stuff. And I'm just like, it's not that like I'm making fun of you for, for it. It's just like, you can do both. <laughs> like right. you don't have to just have faith. <laughs> like right. there's nothing wrong with, with learning and like accepting and being like, Oh, maybe that's not the way to think. It's okay. Yeah, It's not, it's not what Fred Durst said, right? It's yeah. not just what, like, what Limp Biscuit claims that you've got to have faith. <laughs> you don't just have That was George Michael, it. my friend. Yeah, I know. I know. But Limp Biscuit brought it to the 2000s. It's true. Or the, the 90s, maybe. Uh, yeah, it might have been 90s. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that kind of line might have worked in the 80s or the 70s under the, the name George Michael. <laughs> <laughs> it does not work in today's day and age. Well, like, and, and, and I'll admit, I'm like, and I'm, I'm not going to like preach or anything. Like I'm a semi-practicing Catholic. <laughs> preach, preach. And this past year made me more embarrassed to say I have any sort of faith than ever in my life. And the Catholic Church is a pretty fucking evil organization in general. So to be <laughs> even more embarrassed about everything else it's just like, I don't know, this whole year just made me question a lot of stuff. And I mean, not trusting science, um, trying to say political leaders are divine, discriminating anybody for their sexual orientation or beliefs. That's fucking garbage. So I think they just summed it up. And I think because the lyrics in Bad Religion are so intricate, it was nice to hear it like slowed down. Like, I don't know. If, yeah. I was like, oh, I, I finally understand what he's saying. Oh, <laughs> like, I probably I mean, understood it back then too, but I mean, it. You miss stuff. <laughs> oh, totally. I mean, not only does he have hyper intelligent lyrics, but he's also sings them super fast. Yeah. So it's like sometimes you miss it. And I was like, I don't know. I just thought this really hit, hit for the year. And just to clarify, I don't care what religion you are or if you're no religion, an atheist or anything like that. I'm not one of those kind of dudes. Just, just to clarify. It's clear. It's All clear. Right. All right. It was, it was a privilege to be a part of your sermon. Yeah. Reverend. <laughs> Start calling you Rev. (laughs) (laughs) Baby, I'm an isolator. The real sickies. And? Bad Religion, Faith Alone, 2020.
Heard a sermon from a creaky pulpit with no one in the nave. I paid a visit to the synagogue and I left there feeling plain. No one could tell me what to do. No one had the capacity to answer me what the world needs now. There's some answers to our problems We can't buy more time Cause our tender isn't valid If your soul needs love You can get consoled by pity But it looks as though faith alone Won't sustain us no more Scientists throw up their hands Conceding progress will resolve it all Saw the manufacturers of Earth's debris Ignore another Greenpeace call No one could tell me what to do No one had the ability to answer me What the world needs now some accountability We can't buy more time Cause time won't accept our money If your soul needs love You can always have my pity But it looks as though Faith alone won't sustain us no that you picked a song that wasn't necessarily written about 2020 but that could be perceived that way I suppose right like where you can reflect on something that wasn't necessarily written in this time but definitely represents this time so like an example of that is like that entire Spanish love songs record like feels prophetic you know like it was it was written or I don't know when it was written but it came out in February before this thing hit and then like so many of those songs I completely related to as a part of, you know, the experience that was last year. Yeah, for sure. I guess even with the Bad Religion one, it's 
kind of made me weirded out. I'm like, are we still dealing with the same fucking stupid problems? Are we just recycling problems left and right? right. Like we just never Completely. really, we just never really get out of them. <laughs> Completely, completely. So that's kind of my choice, actually, for the the last pick, Mike. It was, uh, it was a, it was a release from last year. Um, are we on the I last thought, pick? We are. Yeah. Oh wow, we didn't even do the thank yous or anything. Oh, we we should do that. I, I'm I'm not I'm unpracticed. It's January and I'm unpracticed. It's it's your moment. Well, Nate, it'd be a shame to not thank people. It would be. It, I would be remiss. I know they're here for the music, but I, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's listening to us, who's supporting us. Um, I know we babble on and I really appreciate all the nice things that are said to us. I know Nate does as well. Um, Nathan just re-upped our website. So you're stuck with us for at least another year. It's two. I bought two, two years. Two yeah. years. Well, yeah, that's a commitment. The, the re-up. That's like buying a wedding ring. <laughs> it's like it. A promise ring. A promise thing. ring. A promise ring. I would say more of like a pin. Oh, okay. I'd, I'd be willing to be pinned by you. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks again. I'm glad you stuck with us. I'm glad we figured out how to keep recording this during this crazy times. Um, check us out on Instagram. I think it's at a high five podcast. I don't know. Is it, do you know I it? I thought Nate? this was going to be the year that you were going to remember. I'm going to, I think I'm going to actually look into it and see what it is so that I can, I can confirm or deny. Uh, you can check our website out at www.highfives.ca or highfives.ca. If you don't like the WW or the yeah. HTTP thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can check us out on Facebook, uh, slide into our DMS. If you want to join our WhatsApp chat. Um, I was thinking of maybe trying something, one day if the pandemic keeps going on and we're stuck inside and maybe doing like a music game night, if somebody's interested in that kind of thing, let us know. We'll do a high fives thing. Um, but yeah, thank you again to everyone. Thanks to Nate for editing and thank you to anybody that listened to the solo episode. Uh, but let's get back to your music. Cause that's what we're really here for. So I'm here for Mike. Yeah. Yeah. So this last pick, it was written last year. Well, I don't know when it was written. It came out last year. Um, and I thought, yeah, this song could be, could have been written, you know, in those, those months of like the, the, when the quarantine began. Um, but then I found out that despite the fact that it was released, I think in the summer, um, this song was the single that came out in February. So it's a long way of saying that I think that there are, there was probably a lot of songs like last year and there had been a lot of songs that you could equate to this time because, I mean, it is filled with a lot of like just natural human emotions of loneliness and confusion and, you know, just not knowing what tomorrow will bring. Um, but I think that, you know, those songs became their message was just a lot louder in a year like last year. Yeah. Would you say maybe that like 2020 highlighted something that we all been dealing with for years? For sure. Absolutely. So, so just maybe it just put the ex exclamation point on it. Yeah. Maybe it made it a little more comfortable to talk about, right? Because we're all experiencing that, not just some of us, right? Yeah, that's a good point. So um, this song, like I say, it, it, it listens that way um, it, in, in the sense that like it, uh, it feels like it was, it was probably written you know, uh, about that time. Um, this song it kind of references uh, The Wizard of Oz as well, which I think is really kind of interesting in contrast. Um, and I think basically this song is saying that 
that there's like no going back to what was before, you know, with that Wizard of Oz kind of uh, nod in the sense that like he talks about not going back to Kansas. And I think that it's kind of like talking to the fact that like there is no more normal. There is no more going back to what was once normal. There's just kind of what's ahead and it's different and who knows what it is, but it's where we're headed. Um, so the song is Technicolor, the band is Benchmarks, and the album is Summer Slowly. Oh, what a great album, Nate. It is a good album, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, I really liked it. I, I felt like this was like their 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 step up. Yeah. You know, not again, not that like it was it was a huge step away from what they've done before, but it was just that that next level for the this band, I think. I'm a, yeah, I'm a big fan. Nice. Uh Okay, my last song. My last song is kind of a weird one. Um, it's by Sophie Moon. And Sophie Moon's the daughter of Dan Andriano from El oh, Country. okay. Yeah. El Contrio. Um And the song is called Sounds of Fine. It uh, features both of them. And it's singing a Mike Park pen tune about quarantine life. I just thought it really captured the emptiness and fear of those, like, especially those first few months when we didn't know anything we were just like are we gonna be able to go outside are you gonna be able to play and like to hear a, a kid singing it i think we sometimes forget like as an adult it's hard but mm-hmm. like seeing kids the stuff that kids had to go through and this is gonna be like so impactful on their whole lives forever and like yeah it's easy for us to say like oh yeah don't go see your friends and yeah we'll f- we'll figure it out whatever i mean we already don't see each other when we're when you get older you're ready to see your friends less and less but like telling a kid to like not go to the park it's kind of tough. So yeah, I think it's like, I don't know. So she captured it pretty well. I like the song. It was just a one-off single. That's a cool idea. Nice choice, Mike. Thanks, Nate. It's a little depressing, but it's a good way to go. 2020 was depressing. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. It it definitely was. So, and who knows who's, who knows what's going to come this year? Um, do you know, like, I, like I'm asking, do you know what's coming? It might be a planet of apes. Oh, that's the hope, at least, right? Well, I, for one, welcome our ape overlords. <laughs> Technicolor, benchmarks, and... Sophie Moon, sounds are fine. Stay cool and be excellent to each other. Try to stay safe out there, and uh, we'll all get through this eventually, guys. And girls, and people. I was writing a novel. I was painting a portrait. I was singing a song about another great big forfeit. Watching the progress slip through the cracks The culmination of a year-long panic attack Already got me a heart Already got me a brain Just trying to keep the first from breaking Trying to keep the others sane I've got all the courage I need to keep on the road But for the first time in my life I've found some place that feels like home It used to be so much easier When the world was black and white And I could fall into my sadness Click my heels three times and hide And now the world's in technicolor And I'm walking through the door Tell my friends that I'm just fine And I won't go back to Kansas anymore down the system I wanna hold my calls 
I wanna see the world through my own eyes Without a faux social withdrawal Cause there's all clouds on my canvas Like choking my song Like I'm staying out all night Without seeing a single star Cause there's a storm a-brewing There's a witch on the wind Telling lies and treason And watching us give in So we look over the rainbow But there's no end in sight Always dreaming in color But living life in black and white It used to be so much easier When the world was black and white And I could fall into my sadness Click my heels three times and hide And now the world's in technicolor And I'm walking through the door Tell my friends that I'm just fine And I won't go back to Kansas anymore
So I felt that we left that on kind of a sad note and I wanted to use something a little bit more uplifting. So I'm sneaking a song in here without Nate knowing. So hopefully he puts this in. Uh, the song is a cover song of uh, Sparks song that was that featured Jane from the Go-Go's. The song is Cool Places, but this is done by Mike Park and Augusta Koch of Gladdy and formerly Kitana. Uh, the song's super catchy. The video is hilarious. It just is upbeat. And I know Mike Park said they did it just for fun to kind of lift people's spirits. So I figured maybe we need a little a little lift as we exited the show. So hopefully Nate puts it out there. It's Mike Park, Augusta Koch, Cool Places. And I want to be cool places with you, Nate. So see ya.
I'm going to get drunk and get herpes.